Blog Talk Radio. During the pandemic, my lifestyle drastically changed. My income came to a screeching halt. You have to understand, I'm a hustler. I'm a legit entrepreneur. I sell things. I come in contact with people all the time. I have to stay safe. I didn't have a choice but to trust the vaccine. And if you live the type of lifestyle that I live, you out here in these streets and you hustling, an entrepreneur like me, why not do it safely? So I want everybody to take this seriously. Take a shot at staying healthy. Get the vaccine. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever and whenever you're tuning in from, my fellow Liberty lovers. This is Amber S. from Living with Freedom Ministries, reminding you to tune in on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Central, noon Pacific time, for the Living with Freedom show, where we'll embrace what living with freedom can look like physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and in everyday life. That's 2 p.m. Central, noon Pacific, here on Freedomizer Radio. Let's go see Baki. Chewbacca wants to see you. Looking for something different? Looking for something fun? Join Dan every Monday on the Freedomizer Network, 9 to 10.30 Pacific, noon to 1.30 Eastern, for Common Sense with the educated redneck, Dan Ellison. The show about everything and nothing at all. We talk a lot about the kingdom here and we talk a lot about what most churches are afraid to talk about or don't even know to talk about which is what the first century church was really doing. But just talking about it is not enough. We encourage everybody to join us uh, in their local neighborhoods, in their local communities, to find out more about what they can do to seek the kingdom of God and His righteousness. Gather with others who are already starting this road or starting to turn around and do things differently. Join us on thelivingnetwork.org or at hisholychurch.org, go to the network links, or go to preparingyou.com, join the network there. It's all the same, and we'll try to hook you up with people in your local area. They will not be perfect. They don't walk on water. They are not necessarily saints, but they are talking about seeking the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And join us on Facebook, facebook.com, His Holy Church, all one word. Join us there. We'll give you updates so you can start doing some studying and thinking about these things and start looking into these things for yourselves. But it's just not enough to sit and listen or to talk about or to say. You must become a doer of the Word. Okay, class, class. We want to talk about what we learned during the lockdown. The first question is, what did we learn during the quarantine, kids? Susie, that government overreach is real. What about you, Johnny? 
We went from home of the brave to home of the government slave. And you, Michael? We need to refresh the tree of liberty. What about you, Diane? So many sheep are willing to give up their rights because of a little fear. Very good, class. Hello to all you something duckers out there. The CEO of Lysmaker demanded I shoot a holiday video. We need to promote everyone get their Lysmaker boosters every week. All you nimwits and rubes just keep taking it. But Mr. G, Lobolus wants me to be nicer to you since this will be your last holiday season on Earth. By the way we now have the suicide pods available for rental. Before you enjoy your last breath in a suicide pod, we need you scalawags to get tested for COVID. You must be completely up to date on your vaccine passport. Absolutely no exceptions. When you step into the suicide pod, we do not want you to catch COVID. You must also wear at least 5 scams on your face, with a minimum of 2 of your scams being an N95. After you take a final breath on Earth, we will give you another COVID test. Both before and after your trip to the suicide pod, you will be required to go through the TSI naked body scan. We need to make sure you're not hiding any ivermectin, Federal Reserve notes, or carbon inside your person. For all we know you could be a something ducker that likes to hide Nuremberg code inside your junk. We need to keep you comfortable and safe. Also please remember, when your person turns to ashes and dust, please do make sure you are still keeping with local social distancing guidelines. You must still keep your ashes six feet away from the previous customer. If you refuse to get in the suicide pod, we will take it to the local FEMA camp. That is all on have a holiday season. You know what I think you should do? I think you should join us for Dynamic Word Bible Studies, where I am always hosting. My name is Felicia DeRosier, and I have two amazing co-hosts. Cross, the favorite. You wish. This is Mariah, the real favorite child. Oh, sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. We spend a lot of time learning about the Bible and possibly a little time learning about humility. That would be awesome, right? Yeah, Yeah, Ryan. <laughs> we air live every Wednesday from 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time to 10.30. Uh, right now we're going through the Book of Romans, but we're going to start moving into the Gospel of John. We're going to learn about Jesus. We're going to learn about living and walking in the Spirit and learning to be a little humble with those that we live with. It's going to be a great time. I can't wait for you to join us. Right, guys? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Hello Freedomizers, I am Broccoli Man. When I am not fighting crime, I listen to the Proof Negative radio show. I am the Wire Ripper. Not only do I forbid you to listen to Freedomizer radio and the Proof Negative radio show, I am going to demand you wear a mask and get your naked body scan. We need to protect the One World Government. You getting the real information hurts a crime syndicate. Do not listen to Proof Negative. You must now disrobe this instant so I can check your person for a constitution or cash money. Anyway, listen to Proof Negative on Freedomizer Radio. Weeknights 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern. 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. Freedomizerradio.com Now, let's get back to the Proof Negative show. 
here on freedomizerradio.com. Welcome to the Proof Negative Radio Show, right here on freedomizerradio.com. Now sit back and enjoy the show.
welcome back to another great night here on Freedomizer Radio. Of course, I'm your host, Proof Negative, the big kahuna here on Freedomizer Radio. I want to thank everybody so much for finding us today. TGIM, everyone, thank goodness it's Monday. Another broadcasting week is starting for us. We will have Christina joining us here in just a second. And if you out there in Radio Land have anything you want to share tonight, the number here is 319-527-6208. And just press lucky number one on your phone, and I will make it a point to bring you into tonight's conversation. So let's go ahead and bring Christina in here. Christina, welcome. Yay. Technology's working tonight. Hi, Proof. Thank you for the kind intro. (laughs) Oh, I, I was not happy about missing two days last oh, week, especially I when I'm not. sitting here ready to go on. It's Did one you thing if I what? just planned to call out, but I, I was yeah. here. Yeah, exactly. What Did you figure out what was going on? <laughs> Blog Talk Radio had issues with their phone connections, that's all. What? Have that's I got something us. going on in my background, or is that you? Uh, what is it? Hold on, hold on. I think that was me. Okay. I was, I think I had the show on running on my phone. I mean, I have it, but I muted it. So So anyway, I was hearing something. I was like, what is that noise? So um, that song actually was a new song. So uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to vouch for it being one of the best things I ever made, but I wanted to hear what it sounded like on the air. So I played it. I always enjoy them. I think they're great. Um, were you? Did you get a chance to watch um, Russell Brand and David Martin? No, I forgot. All. Oh I forgot my all. gosh! It is so good. It's um, it's long. If you if you just go to Rumble and go to Russell Brand's channel, it's like yeah. two hours. But if you skip two minutes, it's if you start at hour one and four minutes, that's okay. when he brings Dr. David Martin in. And it is, it's great to listen to those two. They, you know, they had a good, good conversation. So, I was going to say, I knew it was long. And uh, I, yeah. on show days after, because uh, I have my day job. And so I, I look yeah. for stuff between my day job and when I go on air and I saw the time and I'm like, there's no way I'm going to be able to get to this. Right. Well, it's right now it's it's on rumble. So you can just obviously watch it anytime. Okay. So it's been recorded. And so now it's available, but um, it's, it's great. And, you know, I've heard it all before. I even made the memes about it. I guess it was in 2021, Um, but he just, it's, it's always so good. I never get tired of hearing it from him over and over because it just, it's amazing that the fact that he, you know, reveals, I mean, when you look him up and you hear what he says, it's like we are truly living in a time of corrupt leaders in almost every part of government, 
you know, every government organization. I mean, there is just, oh, it's just like one big cartel. You know, these six power-craving maniacs that are trying to control everybody. I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. And, you know, and here's, and he just, here's a wrinkle to that, though, Christina, oh. is that every nation right now, for the most part, is on the brink of, of elimination financially. And so yeah. if every country can go broke together, then they could bring in this brand new currency to bail everyone else out. Uh, and then, uh, and then it'll be controlled by just a few people and everybody's living will go down drastically because yeah. we have to, we have to fund this. Yeah, exactly. No, and that's, so let me you give know, you right. a, an example here. I don't know if you know this or not, but do you remember last week when Governor Gruesome went to go visit China with Xi Jinping? Yes. Yes. So so this week, Xi Jinping is coming to San Francisco when they cleaned those streets up spotless. So uh, oh, and they got all the homeless God. out of there. And they said specifically that they did that because Xi Jinping is coming. Oh, my gosh. Now. Can people not see what's going on? Well, I mean, at some point, oh uh, Christina, and I don't know if many people know this, but if if Gruesome is is running the show, which they really want Big Mike to uh, to announce that that he's running, but he he doesn't want oh, the yeah. job, so it's going to be down to Gruesome, and he's making buddies with with. Uh, Xi Jinping right now, so it's almost like they're they're bypassing Brandon to uh, to get the next regime in there, and the goal is uh, at some point China can call the debt, and when we can't even make the payments on the interest, then China's going to say, well, then give me some land, and th- there's not much we can say on that. We borrow the money to from China to give it to other nations and that we have to pay the interest on that. So I understand China wants their money back. It sucks for us. And I'm not a, a fan of China, but we let these, we let these monsters do this to us. Yeah. And, and, you know, China, which I, you know, found this out a while back too, though, China actually is in financial trouble as well. Right. So when they're in financial trouble, Christina, they're going to call their debts in to everybody. And, sure. and if, if we can't pay it back, then uh, they want land. And uh, and by the way, they'll go broke just like us. And then we'll all have a global currency together. That, that's pretty convenient, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, David mentioned that. He said that, you know, um, when they were talking about the whole agenda of what went down the last few years, he was saying, you know, well, the good thing is that one-third of the population of the world fell for it, hook, line, and sinker. And he said one-third of it was coerced. But he said the great news is one-third of us said, stop it, no. (laughs) You know, we're not buying it at all. And, 
you know, he said, so, so because of that, he's like, that's what this CBD, the central bank digital currency is all about. So he said, yeah, they're still trying to get the one third that wouldn't cooperate, wouldn't comply, didn't fall for it. He said, they're still trying some way desperately, you know, to get us to, to get us in somehow. But he just said, we all must continue to, to rise above and we just have to know the facts, know the truth and just never comply. As long as we do not comply, they will never have power. So they can try all they want to, but if we all stand our ground, it mm. will never work. So, I mean, and we have to do that. We don't have a choice. So, you know, they took advantage, he, and David mentioned this. He said that basically, you know, the past few years, they've taken advantage of the willful ignorance of people. And, you know, he does, he says that willful ignorance. Now, granted, there are some that they just didn't have the knowledge to know better. Um, but but then there are some that willful, willful ignorance to me means basically, you know, somebody's trying to share truth with you and you just blatantly say no, you know, you don't want to hear it. So you're you're willfully ignoring like facts and truth. So you know, you just don't even want to hear it. Um and unfortunately there's still still a large percentage of the population that that are like that. So I don't know. I just um when he goes into all the facts again, I mean, the thing goes back to the 1960s. It's just crazy. So I don't know. There's there's a lot going on, though. So uh, I was just, someone just mentioned that, was there a fire out in California on, would it have been on the 10 or something, that they're closing it down? Literally? Oh, that I don't know. Where a bunch of homeless are or something? Yeah, I, I don't know. Never heard of it. I'm going to try to look it up. It's on fire. Let me see if we'll show it. Oh, yep. So critical roadway, I-10 in California, shut down indefinitely. Oh, wow. <laughs> when When is that? Uh, the guy coming? The Chinese leader? Uh, When's he coming? Sometime this week. That's all I know. <laughs> oh, boy. I wonder if any of the uh, homeless were injured. That'd be interesting, huh? Arson likely caused fire, Governor says. Oh, I bet. Jeez. I don't I know mean, one way or the other on that, but uh, yeah, Newsom, where it is on I-10. Newsom has always reminded me of his freaking smile 
every time I look at him, I see the Joker. The Joker that was on, like, when a Batman. Wait, was the Joker on Batman? Yeah, the Joker was on Batman, right? Spider. Yes. Which, um, like, okay. He reminds me of him. So, I mean, I just, I can't stomach him. He's just so fake. So, so fake. Yeah, so the I-10 in California is burning and shut down. Very interesting. So, um, you know, Dr. David Martin is so flippin' knowledgeable. He has just experienced so much and dealt with so many I mean, so many really important things. And, you know, he's dealt with many different countries. So he, uh, the information that he's sharing, you know, somebody somebody was saying, you know, I wonder why he's, he's still alive. It's like you would think that they would try to suppress him. But I think because of his track history that's gone back, I think he said to the ninth. Did I the 1980s is when he first started um, doing things. Let's see, his first like speaking engagement that he was invited to um, speak at was in the 1980s, and it was regarding the Iran Contra. So, um, so you know he's. He's been doing all this stuff a long time, and, you know, he, he he says, he's like, anything that comes out of my mouth, he said, the reason, the reason I am still, that I'm okay, first of all, he doesn't walk in fear, you know, and um, he just basically walks in truth, and he, he said that anything that comes out of my mouth, he said, I can take you to the resource to back it up, he said, you are not going to hear anything come out of my mouth that is not fact and that there's not proof of. So, because that's what Russell Brand, it was so funny. Every time David would, you know, quote something that Dasik or Ralph Barrick or one of these guys said, <laughs> Russell Brand was like, whoa, wait a minute. You didn't just make this up. This is this is something that you we can actually go find, quote, it's public knowledge, and he's like, "Yes, it's all public knowledge." So, but the the problem is, I mean, the majority of people. I'm not talking the 85 percent. I'm talking more like 98 percent are not going to because I haven't even looked up this stuff. I don't know where to find this stuff, but the stuff that he's revealing is only for the people that are going to get in there and read patents, you know, and follow all their stuff. I mean, it's basically, you'd almost have to be like an attorney to want to dig, it's, it's that type of stuff, you know, to where you have to dig into all these codes and these patents, and it's like, nothing's going to do that. So thank God for him. Thank God that he is um, 
you know, like you said, he's trying to put humanity back in humans. <laughs> it's like, thank God, you know, he has that. Because, and I guess because, you know, of all the information he's seen, he knows. I mean, it, he, he has to, to um, let people know. I mean, it's just, it's just crazy when you, you know, like I said, all you got to do, you got to watch it. And then when you do, it's just like, wow. So I, um, I need to go back and, and dig in again and, and write down all the facts. But um, it just literally goes back to, you know, he was, he was talking about the who and WHO. And it is amazing what they've gotten away with. So, but they, um, so they, uh, what, what did we call that? The, the cow, the, is it the cow? It's a place, the cow, back during um, the 40s. And anyway, they, they took someone from the camp there and made them head of the H of the WHO. And they said when they did it, you know, he, he immediately started this freaking program of all the inoculations and stuff. But he said if you look up, you still got to look up 15 U.S. code 1 through 3 and 15 U.S. code 19. All you got to do is go to the DuckDuckGo or whatever search engine you use, and you you type, you put in 1-5 and then USC, and you can put in 1, and then you go back and put in 2 and 3 and then 19. But you'll pull up all these codes. And when you read them, you know, he said, he said they've been violated so many times, especially the last few years, but he said, Code 19 has been violated forever. I mean, when you, like I said, when you go back and you read it, it's just like, how is this, how is this possible? I mean, I just, it's crazy. <laughs> crazy. Oh, so I'm trying to get my throat. I cleaned out a storage shed today. <coughs> and breathe in about eight years of our dust that's about eight years old for two hours. Oh, okay. Hopefully you found <laughs> Hopefully. some good stuff in there. I took a hot shower and <laughs> tried to get it all out, but well, um, oh, yeah. It was, you know, going through old kid stuff and some goodies, stuff that you need to get rid of, but sometimes it's so hard to get rid of it. I'm just waiting for that magical day where you, you say, proof, I found some 1970s baseball cards. Do you want to look through them with me? <laughs> Actually, well, you know, yeah, I need to check with a few people I know that have cards and, and tell them. You're saying 1970s? I saw that you posted on um, Rumble on Proof Negative about the barefoot. It, it, well, is it? Wait, you have. Let's see I have a few channels. 
Yeah, so Barefoot is legal is where you posted it. Um, but anyway, so <clears throat> I'm going to read to you. This is the the 15 U.S. Code 19, and it's it's titled Interlocking and Officers. So basically, you know, this is saying that, well, I'll just read it. It says no person, and this is basically like, Keep in mind, like Fauci. So no person shall at the same time serve as a director or officer in any two corporations other than banks, banking associations, and trusting companies that are engaged in whole or in part in commerce and by virtue of their business and location of operation competitors so that the elimination of competition by agreement between them would constitute a violation of any of the antitrust laws. If each of the corporations has equal surplus or has capital surplus and undivided profits aggregating more than $10 million as adjusted pursuant to paragraph 5 of the reflection. So basically... It's basically saying that, like, Fauci um, was director and officer in so many of these organizations, and it's saying no person shall at the same time serve more than two of these corporations. So he's in violation right there. I mean, it's, it's crazy. So, you know... It's, it's like we, we have all these laws and have all this information, but right now, you know, like they said, it's a freaking kangaroo court because the law is not being upheld. I mean, it's just ridiculous. So let me just try to understand where, where you're going. Are you trying to say that you can't be on a board for more than one or two companies? Well, um well, yeah, it's saying director or officer of like, like he was on, he's the NIH, NIAD, mm-hmm. um, I don't know what all he's been, but, but yeah, they're saying except, he said, obviously it says you can't be director in any two corporations unless it's a bank, banking association, and trust companies. Those are okay, but uh, but basically, in essence, all those organizations that he is director of or whatever, I guess you could call them banks. I mean, he got filthy rich running them. Yeah. So, um, but but yeah, no, that's that's basically what it's saying. All you can, like I said, if you just type in fifteen U.S. Code nineteen, it pulls it up. So. I don't know if there's anything that can, I mean, these, they all, they write this stuff, you know, in such a ridiculous manner. It's like, yeah, so I don't know. Everybody can just go and read it on their own and try to, but that's basically what it means. So he's not supposed to be serving on more than one. And then the first U.S. Code, or 15 U.S. Code 1 was, Every contract combination in the form of trust or otherwise or conspiracy 
in restraint of trade or commerce among the several states or with foreign nations is declared to be illegal. Um, So my guess on that one, isn't that referring to basically how they shut down businesses? The only thing about that, though, is it's only illegal if the right people decide that they want to do something about it. Yeah, exactly. So Dr. Fraudy is innocent because nobody wanted to go after that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. That's how it it works. It's only illegal if if, if people decide that they have a case against you and they feel like pursuing it. Yeah, and and they know that most people don't even know these codes exist, you know? So who's going to go after <sighs> So anyway. Yeah, but in, but in Europe, they're, 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 the Europe is going after uh, AstraZeneca right now. That is Good. an actual court case. Good. That's great. I guess you saw the other um, soccer player that killed over this past week, right? Did you see that? No. Yeah, there's another. Probably. There's just so many player. of them that I don't even pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At like, this point, wow. it's not it's not surprising anymore. Yeah. When people Very fall cool. over. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it's a target. So, um, so like I said, it goes. You got to go back when you listen to David. You'll he, he'll he'll go back on the timeline talking about how you know it started in the 1960s. But you know he was he was telling Russell about how they had developed a coronavirus vaccine in 1990 and it failed miserably. Um, they knew, they knew that it targeted the heart and the patent proved they knew that the heart was the target. So there is, there are patents proving that their intent was to to change this coronavirus uh, genetically, or I don't, I don't know the proper word to use, but to alter it in a way that it was going to attack the heart. So the fact that we keep on hearing on the news about all these heart conditions, this and that, and and that they just don't even mention. <laughs> that is connected to the shot, you know? I mean, it's ridiculous. I, where was, oh, yeah, this was, you know, this was the thing, this was the other thing, the remdesivir. They, David said that instead of being called whatever it was, the Ebola trials or whatever, he said it should have been called biological torture trials. So they did them in Africa, and this was done way before COVID. You know, they knew this. And a few years before 
before 2020 when COVID supposedly came out, you know, they had already done these studies that the WHO, data by the WHO, they did these trials. Fauci was well aware of them because he, he was part of the whole thing. So, and they, they did it in Africa. So they used remdesivir. And in these studies, they knew that it was 53% lethal. So the, the data by the WHO, when they, when they saw what was going on, they determined that it was unethical to continue the study on these Africans because they were killing 53% of them that was having it administered to them. And they said that half of the people getting it didn't even have a virus. It was irregardless of what. Well, remember, though, Christina, that they said that the number one symptom of COVID was not having any symptoms. Oh, So Anyway, I mean, I can't. People need to be outraged. I mean, you know. I, I, well, they're I, not I, outraged I, now. They're not going to be outraged. They're they're too busy standing in line waiting to be no. slaughtered. You're absolutely right. I have a customer that she she took all the injections. She she got COVID. She was hospitalized. She got remdesivir. I mean, I can't believe she's still alive. To be honest with you, but she has been struggling on and off. She's had so many, you know, really, really bad kidney infections. And right now her kidneys are failing. And, you know, and I keep on mentioning to her, I'm like, you know, if you want the information, I've got it. I can give it to you. You know, you guys really ought to maybe talk to somebody because I'm I'm thinking she's, remdesivir ruined her kidneys. I have no doubt. That's what it does. So, but anyway, it's um, it's crazy. Do you know that there's, by 2008, there were 1,700 patents filed for the coronavirus? Oh, I believe it. <laughs> 1,700 patents. Just insane. Insane. Uh, so what was I, where did I read? There was, I didn't write that down. I thought I wrote it down. Um, the who basically when they, oh, got it. What? Oh, maybe it's on this thing. So maybe eight percent No. Yeah. There it is. So um, the WHO gave themselves the exemption from all criminal prosecution in their founding document. Hmm. So <laughs> that's nice. So that's nice. So let's let's you know declare an organization. And let's put in our founding documents that that nobody can ever prosecute us. That you know, we're we're bigger than the law. 
doesn't matter what we do. I mean, that's just crazy. It says they knew they were already breaking the law in the 40s, which that was when um, the Rockefeller Foundation went to DeKal and recruited, I forget the guy's name, but yeah, and, and put him in charge of the WHO. So, I mean, there's just, it's, it's been going on for so long. And I think, you know, the Rockefellers were probably a key component in getting this all going. Um, the, what is the name of that one report? Um, oh, shoot. It was the report, never can remember the name of it talking about how basically when Rockefellers took over, um, brought in the new medical system, you know, when they burnt all the the books full of the knowledge of natural mm-hmm. medicine and things that people have been doing forever. Um, what is the name of that doggone report? It's going to come to me in a minute, and then I'll say it, but I just can't remember it right now. But... Um, it's, you know, people just just don't have the information. They don't have the knowledge. So all I know is right now the medical system, the hospitals, I am going to stay as far away from them as possible. I mean, I would literally have to be on my deathbed. I don't even know if I'd want to go then. I'd be like, no, just take me somewhere. Take me to the beach and let me die peacefully. Stop being poisoned. So, but anyway, the other, um, oh, I guess you you know this. You're going to know this answer. So, 88% of funding to the WHO, criminal cartel, comes from who? Do you know? 88% of their funding, Who guess, guess where it comes from? I wouldn't know. Bill Gates. Oh, well, that's obvious, yeah. 88% of it? I mean, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. What the heck? Why is this man, I mean, honestly... <laughs> There's other proof. I mean, that's another piece of the puzzle that should wake people up, but obviously it doesn't. So, but, um, you know, he was talking about, David mentioned, and I know this all too well because I, you know, I had the bioweapon get me in August of 2021. And um, I remember because he was talking about, you know, isn't it odd that the first um, sense, sense to go, he said, and this is like one of the, the cranial nerves, um, which is your smell. And he said, what's, what's interesting is that this attacks that. And it's literally the first cranial nerve. And he said he thinks what's very, and he said it was intentional. It was very intentional. But um, 
he said that so that also the injection they knew that this injection would directly affect the first cranial nerve of a child, you know, when they started recommending the shots to the child. And he said what that first cranial nerve is for to help a baby identify their mother. So I thought that was very interesting. Um so, you know, he just he said that that first cranial nerve is how a how a baby will will know their mother, will find their mother. So it just um it's scary. I mean it's it's literally like the world is being, you know, ran by Satan right now. Satanist. Whatever you want to call him. So not a good thing. But he, um, I can't wait till I can afford someday to do his his program. But he does a workshop, and it's about the 12 cranial nerves. And they can only hold so many people. But um, I think there's usually 20 to 30 people that attend. And they literally have a workshop, and he teaches about the 12 cranial nerves. And... I guess, how to get in touch with them and everything. It's pretty cool. Very, very cool. So I am forward to the day that I can do that. But right now, (laughs) during this economic time period, it's a little impossible. So the treats were little. I don't know what that is. If I put there. Um, uh, that was just talking about all the, um, in 2008 when they started, Sequoia Pharmaceutical was the first company to patent for the for SARS. Um, and that's when they started filing all those patents, and they just said then all the trials were lethal. They said every trial they ever did with the coronavirus vaccine, they were all lethal and done in the U.S. Imagine that. So the other, the, yeah, <laughs> the other thing that's really amazing is that, um, you know, people don't know this either, Um that in the 1960s, I think I mentioned this before, though, because I had read this, that the U.S. and the U.K. were in collaboration of going back and forth injecting their population with different, like, bio, you know, bioweapons and stuff, different types of viruses and stuff. And they just, you know, played, played a little game and, Nobody even knows that. That was in the 60s. So, but let's see, what was he saying? Conditioning. You know, and he, he, he mentions, which, you know, it's true. You know, he talks about, he said, think about it back when we were all younger. And I remember this in school, the drills where we had to, they pretended like 
you know, there was like a nuclear threat or whatever, and we had to like get under our desk, which, you know, kind of laughs about. He's like, you know, yeah, like those desks are really going to protect us if there's a nuclear attack. But he said that's not what it was about. He said basically that it was about the conditioning. He said everything that's been happening since the early 1900s, he said it's all about conditioning, Um, you know. So it's – they're they're just trying to program everyone. And with little stunts like that, that's how the conditioning comes in that we just don't even realize that that's what that is. So um, back to this other stuff. There was some other stuff I had from um, – I was – I haven't been keeping up with Trump. Has anything gone on this week with the courts or was, I guess, just other people are testifying now, right? Like his kids and so forth. I tell you, Letitia James is just, oh, my gosh. I don't understand why people like her, well, That's now I guess I do. I don't understand why any of them are in the positions they're in, but it seems like it seems like all people, all these, the majority of people in those positions now. Well, she ran on the platform as I'm going to arrest Trump. So now she's doing yeah, what she exactly. promised she exactly. would do. Funny is I was, um, remember where I saw this, but the Simpsons. So, you know, the Simpsons Simpsons cartoon has had so many episodes predicting so many things that's been happening, and come to find out, they were saying that the guy that the show's creator, Matt, is it Groening? Groening? Yes. Groening? Okay. He is... They, they're pretty sure that he is a Freemason, and they were just talking about how he's able to write very accurate predictions into the episode, and they think it's because he's using his secret knowledge, which means they're just letting us know what they have in store for us. <laughs> so have you heard this before? Yeah. Okay. I don't know how true it is, but yeah. Okay. But they were talking about, like, a lot of the names he uses on the characters are linked to Freemasonry. He said, um, like, Homer. Um, he said he wrote about the Trojan War, which is the war between good and evil. Uh, they even, there was an episode where they referenced now, this is the one I got to find out when this one took place because they did an episode where it referenced the direct energy weapons. And, you know, it showed everything burn up. And then it also showed how the blue didn't burn. Remember how they were saying, like, that blue roofs? And, okay, mm-hmm. so 
in one of their episodes, it shows. It's it's got on there. It says blue didn't burn, did not burn. So, and it's, and I think they had the the episode predicting the pandemic too. And then I watched the one that was about um, what's the boy's name. I don't watch Bart? it, so I don't really. Know. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So basically, they were showing you know everybody get lining up for the the injections, and <laughs> he was in the doctor's office, and the doctor was trying to come at him. He was like, "No, I'm not taking this shot." So he literally jumps up on something and jumps out the window and runs away, and it shows you know the doctor following him all over the place and just doing everything he could to get him. And finally, at the end, showed him sitting down by the dock on the sidewalk, dock acting kind of like he had given up. And then the, and then another dock comes over. So basically the doctor had given a couple people a mask to make them look like him. Mm-hmm. And anyway, they got him. They got him. They stuck him in the arm. So they were basically you know, insinuating that they're going to get it. They're going to get you one way or another. So, but, they, um, did you, did you hear about the teenage boy, the 15 year old? Being Rancho High School. The, yeah, here in Vegas. Oh, yeah, by uh, 15 black kids. That is, I mean, I hope those parents prosecute every single one of those kids. Throw them in jail. But I'm wondering if they're going to try and say it's racist to go after them. (laughs) Because you know they'll try that garbage. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And these are just more stunts. More stunts that they're doing to try to make there be a war among the people. Because they know if they don't prosecute them, then there's going to be people out there that want to go take the law into their own hands. You know, it it's just never-ending. So, but um, I, I have to check on something else, too. There was um, supposedly Iceland is about to have a volcano erupt. They've been evacuating a lot of people um, because of the many earthquakes and um, I forget what it's called the, basically the river of lava that's underneath them there's a big buildup of it somewhere so they're okay. they're looking for a volcano to erupt any time in Iceland, it may have already done it, I didn't check today I was checking yesterday and I forgot it to check again today but, um, and there was a, this is a little disturbing, but Vista Outdoor um, one of the larger manufacturers of ammunition here in the state. They are selling out to a Czechoslovak group. $1.9 billion. Now, isn't that interesting? No, I didn't hear about that one. Yeah, selling out to a foreign company. I mean, I'm like, what is going on? So that's that's a little bit disturbing truly is. You know, I'd rather our stuff be manufactured over here. 
don't necessarily, I don't necessarily trust other countries right now. But, um, and also, there, this was something that was, um, I don't know. I, I was, I, I started to say, you know, I always say I'm surprised about these things. But after the last few years, nothing surprises me anymore. But um, there is um, an organization known as Primavera Capital. And it is supposedly buying up, I want to say, I want to say they had the number like 200 schools so far. But the... um, the guy that owns it or is running it or whatever, his name is Fred Hugh, and it's H-U. Anyway, he's a member of the Communist Party. So, you know, they're saying, why is this Chinese company purchasing U.S. schools? Because they're allowed to. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I mean, you know, our... our oh. I'm telling you that I'm telling everybody that Xi Jinping is not going to San Francisco because he feels like having a vacation. Yeah, no, no, absolutely not. I mean, our freaking government has their heads heads where, you know, the sun doesn't shine. And it just, it just has to end soon. I mean, this is just, it's just completely unacceptable. But, you know, they they were talking about how people have to understand that, you know, our children, that's, that is where you want to instill, um, what would be a good word for it, values and just, you know, it's, it's where you're going to leave an impression on them. The younger they are and if they grow up with these things, that's where you – impress upon them things that you you know that you know they're going to take with them and so they're saying that what they think is happening is they're buying up these schools because they know mm-hmm. that the family family values can be overwritten by these communist influences in children via school and i mean that and that's so true and that's very scary i mean just just look at what's happening right now with all the other junk, you know? I mean, this is really frightening to me that, I mean, our children literally right now are under such a an attack. I mean, they're they're getting bombarded with, injurious, I mean, just so many bad things. You know, you think about if the, if the parents, and most parents do, they just automatically trust their pediatrician. You know, they don't look into the vaccine thing at all, and they just go ahead and trust them and, and go ahead and give them all the immunizations. So our poor kids are bombarded with that. And it just mentioned a little 15-month-year-old um, girl just passed away two days after having her immunizations. I mean, 
perfectly healthy 15-month-old little girl. It's just sickening. So, so you know. I, I, I want to switch the subject if I can here. Yeah, sure. So uh, there's an article that I sent you, and I'm trying to make sense of this here. Oh. Because this could go a number of different directions how you how you read this, and uh, I I did send this up for Joanne Moretti to uh, to get her insight on this, but I'm reading from the Gateway Pundit this morning. Brandon wants the U.S. to open military ties with China. So there's talk what? about doing joint military exercises together. What? For what reason? But China said no to Secretary of State Anthony Blinken's request. So I don't know no if, if China wants to put a military base on the United States on on land that they might own because we're not able to pay it back. Uh, I don't know. No, that's not going to happen. Uh, I, I would have said that several years ago. Now it's hard to say. I don't think the people in this country will allow that to happen. But what are they <laughs> going to do about it? Uh, I don't think our military would allow it to happen. Our military, I think, would absolutely say no flipping way. I think no way. I mean, that's just insane. That that can't even be, that can't, there's no way. That cannot legally, that can't even be legal. I mean, granted, with with Biden in there right now, you know, he, he doesn't care. They'll, they'll do anything they want. They'll oh, try. I'm sure, I'm sure he'll okay. get paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> get some more millions from China. Ah. Oh. Which, speaking of that, I, I'm beginning to think this new House Speaker might be part of the swamp, too. Did you see where he said that there's not enough proof to start an impeachment of Biden? I think he, I think he got told what he can and can't do. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, I guess that's why he got in so fast. He was willing to listen. Oh, unbelievable. Very sickening. Well, we'll see. He has that debt ceiling garbage. I'm sure he'll cave immediately. And then uh, then we got to put up with him for a year because I don't think we'll be able to impeach another person. Yeah, very true. Oh, by the way, um, but there was, some type of a China Drones Act passed, and mm-hmm. it's saying that, which what that is, it means that Chinese drones are not allowed in the U.S. now. You can't, like, they can't use them, they can't buy them, they can't, you know. So I thought that was a step in the right direction. So we'll see. But I don't know. I mean, there's been some things happening that literally go against China. Um, I mean, because look at, uh, wasn't it Huckabee? Remember a while back? She made it, didn't she make it illegal or something for them to own land in 
was it just her, the state she's in? Yeah, in Arkansas. Okay, that's right. Okay, so. So anyway, I uh, I just caught a glimpse of a Suzanne Summers live video. Her granddaughter. Have you seen her granddaughter? No. She looks so much like Suzanne. Only she's she's dark headed. You know, she's got really dark eyes and dark headed. But I was sitting there watching the video of her and this other woman, and, and finally the lady goes, yes, this is Suzanne's granddaughter. Because I was like, I'm sitting there thinking, oh, my God. I'm like, she looks just like Suzanne Summers. So it's, it's, it's kind of cute to, to be able to sit there and, you know, you're looking at her and you can see Suzanne in her. So, but I mean, I mean, I'll send it to you because you're going to, you'll immediately see it. I mean, she does. She looks so much like her. She really does. So. Right. Well, we have to make up for lost time here. We have two broccoli mans to do. I thought so. That's what I was thinking. So, so I sent you two of them. Uh, whichever one you want first is fine. I'll I let you choose. Which one do you, um, well, you want to just go in order then? So do the, the still scamming? Okay, we'll Is do still scamming first. Okay, let me pull that up. Uh, hopefully it's just going to. Okay, I am ready when you are. All right, sorry, I'm trying to, I'm trying to type this in here, but my cat, uh, I've taken him off the desk 14 <laughs> times now, and he doesn't understand that I need to type in here. And I don't want to throw him out of the room. You know what's funny is I think animals are trying to tell us, stop using these things. Stop using your phones. Stop using your computers. Because dogs, <laughs> every time I'm around dogs and, got my phone, and I have my phone, they do not want you on your phone. It's hilarious. All right. Well, we have uh, we still have stopped uh, or still scamming featuring the wiretap. So you're going to have a double dose of wiretap today. <laughs> so let's get the first one in here. So I'll count down. Okay. All right. So three, two, one, action. <laughs> May I have just a large chai tea, please? How dare you come in here without wearing at least one scam on your face? <laughs> this is a business, sir, and we are liberals. No, thank you. I am not into your propaganda. I just want a chai tea and take to go. Hold it right there, green dude. How dare you come in here without the bloody scam on that face? Please get this Trump supporter the F out me store. US cams in here you buy his niche. Please. It's 2024 already. Why are you still playing with scams? You need to support the Democrat Party, sir. Not wearing a scam means you're not supporting Brandon and Michael Robinson Obama. Michael Robinson Obama is a very nice lady. In these past videos we are told by G. Globalist, 
You need to read Karl Marx, sir. He is the greatest financial guru of all time. Now come with me to the FEMA camp that does not exist. Karl Marx and communism has not worked in any one country yet. North Korea, Cuba, Venezuela, Soviet Union. It has never worked. When the 1% rule over a dumpster fire over the 99%, it is an epic fail. When you fail the people, you fail the country. That's where you are wrong, sir. It works splendidly for the 1% like us, when we can remove the 99% from their utter existence, it is a huge win for us. We need to eradicate these dolts and fuss budgets from this earth so we can maintain our crime syndicate. If a million fools in Los Angeles cannot afford to eat this week, that is a great thing sir because thems will pay off and we do not have to pay their universal basic income. Hey green dude. I said get the F out me store and never ever come back. We only serve liberals here. If we have Trump as president again, he will start a world war. Do you not know Brandon is pushing for war in the Ukraine? He is also trying to start the war between Iran and Israel. He also will get the China and Taiwan war going. He even wants to help Canada start a war against India. There is also talk about France and other European countries wanting to fight African nations that Brandon offered to help on. On top of all that, he even wants to start killing Americans. He said anyone who does not support him he wants to imprison and re-educate or kill off. Good. We need to remove all you Republicans from these streets. You are going to give everyone COVID by not wearing scams. I wear at least three scams every single day for almost four years now. I have had COVID 24 times already. It would be much worse if I did not wear a scam. I even had pneumonia a few times. Did you not see any of the many hundreds of studies that show that constant scam wearing actually helps COVID grow? The more you restrict your breathing, the more lung issues you will have. Especially those who wear scams for eight hours a day every day. You are making yourself sick on purpose for no reason at all. You need to shut that up right this instant, sir. Just for that outburst, you now must let me run my hands through your long flowing mane. You could be hiding an illegal seething fan inside your follicles, sir. Don't make me call the police. Get the F out me store right now. I only serve liberals. How dare you not support Brandon? I am no into the corruption of the Brandon crime family. I am also not into globalism. Who in their right mind would be for someone who is so incompetent that they are more focused on killing their own citizens than keeping their people happy? Shush your kegel right now sir. Those are poor choices of words sir. Just for that you will need to remove your blouse your dungarees, and your underoos post haste sir. Please to be setting those garments down right next to my person. Because of your Islamophobia, we'll need to do a live smell test on your kumquats and your ice cream cone. We need to procure that TS naked body scanner so you can walk right into it and we can have a photograph of your junk. If you can autograph that picture for us I can talk to G Globalist and have you do community service with we instead of prison time or in a FEMA camp.
Even though we already established that FEMA camps do not exist, we can do 30 straight days of drag queen story times together, sir. Hello police sir. I have a guy in my store not wearing a scam. Please arrest this something darker right now. What do you mean we have to handle it? Just because there are no laws does not mean you cannot arrest him. He supports Trump. Hello? No. No means no. Yes. Yes means yes. Now let me clean in my palate so I can get a taste test of your kumquats and ice cream cone. You best not be hiding any AR-15 assault rifles and hand grenades or any bitcoins inside that junk. If you are, do not worry I will find them and arrest you for having. If need be I can grab a Gaspard Ford Mustang and say I found it in your kumquats. You are a total toolbag. How are you going to say I hit a life-size car weighing many thousands of pounds? Inside my junk? You Tony Green dude. You are the one that sympathizes with those who stood outside the Capitol building on January 6th. Now we are forced to use government resources on all those nimwits who support Trump by placing them in solitary confinement in those FEMA camps. Even though we have promised every fake news media outlet that the FEMA camps never existed and are one of the largest ever conspiracy theories, now, let us see some junks. We need less squats, more kumquats. Do you understand English, sir? We need less squats, more kumquats. And we needed them last week. The deadline has expired. Bring a thousand kumquats or I will have to also arrest you for saying Trump won the election in 2020. Just because your people committed election fraud and covered it up does not mean that it did not happen. All of your friends are the ones getting arrested, sir. Maybe we should bring Ray Epps to prison for telling everyone to storm the Capitol. No, no, sir. Let's not get into that, sir. Then maybe we should ask the Washington, D.C. on January 6th and he can tell us what really happened. Absolutely not, sir. We do not need those details coming out, sir. Then we can surely ask Tony Bobolinsky about the Hunter Biden laptop and the dealings with Burisma and his being a China agent selling access to the Brandons. They showed pictures of the checks Brandon cashed at a recent Congress hearing. There you go running your clap trap like words are free. Words as have consequences sir. What are words for, when no one listens anymore? What are words for, when no one listens? What are words for, when no one listens? It's no use talking at all? Do you hear me? Do you care? Do you hear me? Do you care? Okay everyone. I think it is time for me to take out the trash. Let me get rid of the wiretap and find another place to get my chai tea. Do not support woke businesses. They do not even want your money. More importantly we need you adults and something that cares to only support mega corporations so we can continue to funnel money to the Democrat crime syndicate, which in turn funds their own Lysnicka crime family operations. Get the F out me store right now. Anyway please check out the Proof Negative radio show. He is on weeknights 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern Time. That is 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. Proof has on great guests, excellent co-hosts, 
and always welcomes you to call in if you have something to talk about. Go to freedomizerradio.com and check out the Proof Negative Radio Show. There is also a schedule on the website so you can see all the other shows that are on freedomizerradio.com. So help me, if I catch anyone watching or listening to Alex Jones, Joe Rogan Proof Negative, or Tucker Carlson, I will personally be inspecting all your cats and ice cream cones. You will then be getting a one-way ticket to a FEMA camp, in which we already been done told it you does not exist and will never ever exist. All right, so that's one episode. That's good. Are you gonna you're gonna do them? You doing the other one now too? Yeah, we could do them back to back. Oh. Okay. Get to the other one. Yeah, we'll get them out of the way real quick here. Okay. This one is called digital currency compliance. Okay. I hope I've got, hold on, I've got some um, advertising going on. Okay. Okay. Now, you ready for me? Uh, yes. Yes. All right. Okay. So this one also features the wiretap. So I'll count down. Three, two, one. Action. It has been a long week. I can't wait to go home and get in my jacuzzi. Hold it right there, green dude. I heard you have refused to trade your Federal Reserve notes for cashless digital currency, sir. We need you to get behind this central bank digital currency right away, green dude. That's gonna be a no for me, dog. That's finna be is a yes for me, dog. We needs to monitor and report every single thing you does with your money, sir. For all we know you could be buying things we do not authorize like ammunitions, gas stoves, or making donations to the Donald Trump campaign, sir. We absolutely cannot as you out here on these mean streets purchasing anything you want or willingly, sir. Of course I can. It is my money. I decide what I purchase with my own cash money. We are putting a stop to that green dude. At any moment we will be announcing the end of the US dollar. You will be told to transfer your Federal Reserve notes for our digital currency. We will be using the same currency for every single nation on planet Earth. This way we can all trade using the same monies. And also we can use the same computer system to monitor everyone in the world's purchases. This way green dude if you are wanting to send donations to the poor war-torn area of the Gaza Strip. We can decline that post haste as you will only be able to donate directly to Hamas or Hezbollah. If you are caught supporting Israel we will bring you to that FEMA camp. That does not exist. That just sounds like an excuse to take over the world's currency. Ain't it funky brother? I have 0% interest in trading out my cash for a worldwide digital currency. I almost forgot sir. 
In order to obtain the digital identifier time in your digital currency, you will need a freedom microchip. We need to insert it right into your wrist. It is smaller than a grain of rice. You will need to scan your wrist every single time you want to make a transaction, sir. And if you are caught doing anything illegal like voting for Donald Trump in an election we can turn off your microchip. If you are a Republican terrorist threat, we can detonate your microchip and remove your existence from living. Which is exactly why I am not getting a microchip. Which is exactly why you will be getting a microchip. We busies finally finna diddly ding dong dong got that kadunka dunk now green dude. You is really going to fall for my riz. It's getting late. Anyway, see you later wiretap. Is you stupid or so meeting green dude? I have not released you from my custody yet. You are coming with me to go CG. Globalist and let him tell you that you are required to get said microchip. You just need to say heavy heavy insert my chippy. Don't worry that will never happen. Don't worry that will happen. Now you will need to set up your digital wallet and a digital bank account. We like this a lot because the banking system is controlled by us. You will be required to have a digital ID and have a scan of you kumquats and ice cream cone. If you do this right now, there will not be a charge. When this is implemented, there will be a monthly fee to collect said photographs of your junk. Every three months we shall need an updated photograph of your junk. I will not comply. I even support I do not comply.org. Ha ha green dude. That was almost funny sir. Complying is not so meeting you can say no to sir. If you do not adhere to our central bank digital currency guidelines, we will take you to that FEMA camp sir. Even though we already established there are no such things as FEMA camps. From there you will be getting a Lysnica Freedom Microchip. Try me and we will see what happens. Just for that unnecessary outburst you will have me run my hands through your long flowing mane. I need to verify you are not hiding any Federal Reserve notes inside your follicles sir. Now if you can remove your blouse, your bra, your dungarees, and your underoos, and you can place said garments right next to my person. Never. Now sir, you are hereby going to sing with me that hit song from yesteryear sir. There was a group called Sixpence None the Richer. They had a very big hit song called Chip Me. You mean kiss me? Why I would love to do that sir. But first, we need to sing this song first. Chip me. Beneath the milky twilight. Lead me out on the moonlit floor. Lift your open hand. Strike up the chip. And make the fireflies dance. Silver moon sparkling. So chip me. I need to get in my car and drive off from this. Hey green dude. I have great news. All vehicles made in 2026 and thereafter will have what is called a kill switch. Anytime that you say so meeting on social media or if you are caught acting like a Republican. Or even if we catch you listening to Proof Negative or Tucker Carlson. We can shut your car off wherever you be it is and there is nothing you can do about that sir. 
We were busy in the lair watching our computer screens as we shut down a new booker with someone in it who was caught using a Bitcoin sir. Right after them crosses the Rosanna Bridge, we can shut the Uber off and leave you and the Uber driver stranded there. We will only turn on the Uber driver's car if him successfully tosses you out in the cold. Don't worry I will not buy any new cars until the tyranny is over. Don't you worry sir. We will retrofit every single car and make it costs more for you to put this cool switch on your car than if you bought a new car sir. And if you do not want a car, every single bus, train, subway, airplane, helicopter, motorcycle, moped, and bicycle will all have this technology. If you are caught not having a current Freedom microchip with a good standing credit score, said transportation device will not activate. That plane could be grounded and every single person on that transport will be notified them will only be able to travel again when said malcontent is removed from said transport. We e coming for all you buyers niches and something luckers right now sir. We are finna turn that mother out green dude. Hey everyone. All this is going to happen unless we as humans say no. Please educate yourself. Check out the Proof Negative radio show. He is on weeknights 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern Time. That is 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. Proof has on great guests, excellent co-host, and all the news you need to know about. Do not get stuck in line waiting to eat ZE bugs and scan your microchip. Go to freedomizerradio.com and check out the Proof Negative radio show. Also go to the schedule and check out all the other shows on freedomizerradio.com. Real one of you best be doing that. You dolts and fuss budget needs to support the Democrat party and get your Lysnecker freedom microchips. Do it right away so we can sort out who is with us and who needs to go to those FEMA camps. That we have told all the fake news is it does not exist and them will never exist. By the way, please do send your donation monies to support Michael Robinson Obama. Michael Robinson Obama is a very nice lady. Now, get out there and send me a photograph of all your ice cream cones and kumquats so you can be compliant with our crime syndicate. If you do not own kumquats on your person, we will need a close-up of whatever body part you have in that place. Remember we will need it to keep you safe from Republicans. So, are you going to be compliant? <laughs> never. Never, never. Nope. No way. So, you know, I forget that uh, there's, you know, people can survive. We can, we can go back to the, the primitive times if we have to. No, I will never comply to their stupid stuff. <sighs> so, power hungry idiots. Yeah. They're pathetic power craving tyrants. <laughs> About right. Nope. We just, you know, people have to remember that God is over government. Mm -hmm. So as long as you don't forget that and you walk in those shoes, you know, 
we'll be fine. The problem is the people that that don't do that, that think, oh, you know, they start buying into the fear, start buying into the things they're telling you that, you know, you have to do, and they, they really start thinking that they have that power over you. And I, I don't understand how people get to that point. Well, I, it's, I guess it's the programming, the conditioning, you know. So it's, um, if you don't have a strong conscience, if you don't have a strong connection with source, um, you know, you got to be careful because that that connection is vital, very important for you to know truth, for you to, you know, have that that intuition and and to just know know what's true and what's not true. So I don't know, but um, I was going to ask you something this is changing the subject but um, I watched the healthy life and um, I noticed that she was Tara was at a farmer's market in Vegas and um, I think it was called the lady is called is it Sprout Queen but she was just raving about how this particular farmer's market, she said there's several in Vegas, but she said this is like her favorite one. And um, the website for the gal is mymicroqueen.com. But I couldn't really find the name of the farmer's market. And, and I don't know. If, I don't know. But do you ever, are you familiar with Marcus and Kara? I know some of them. Okay. Okay. But um, anyway, looked like they had such good stuff there. I wish we had farmers markets all year long. Well, we so, do here. Yeah. <laughs> I know. We don't. Ours is already closed for the year, so kind of sucks. So for, I guess. They reopen in, um, I don't know if they open in March or April, but, so not here for a while. Um, I don't know if I talked about nitric oxide, but um, I've been listening to a couple people, uh, doctors that are like, they turn that into their expertise. So... They were talking about how it's so imperative to vascular health, which these days with everything going on with the virus with the um, and the injections, you know, vascular health is being attacked. And um, basically how you get the nitric oxide is not necessarily through supplements, but they're just saying you get them through consuming nitrate-rich foods. And... Um, some of those foods are celery seed, beetroot, pomegranate, walnuts, garlic, dark chocolate, citrus fruit, eggplant, 
broccoli, meat, poultry, and fish, radishes, leafy greens, um, wax gourds. And I know they said, well, this would be in the leafy greens. Like they say arugula is, is loaded with it. So, but well, my uh, favorite is beet tops, actually. Is beet tops, you said? Yes. Yeah. Do you just eat them like in salad? Yeah. Okay. I don't think I've Chard ever tried. Chard also has a decent amount. If you want to, if you want something cooked, you could do like a, a Swiss or a rainbow chard. Okay. Yeah, the beets. The problem with beets around here is generally, when you buy them beets, they don't have the tops on them. You know, um, once in a while, you can find some that do, but most of the time they don't. So they go ahead and remove them, which is not not the greatest. But um, anyway, oh yeah, I, I like this new fear porn. It was saying that the U.S. might let's see become a thing of the past. Whatever. I don't think so. I'm not gonna let it happen. What's interesting about the um, New York City mayor's phone and laptop laptop being uh, confiscated. thought that was interesting under investigation. So I think somebody um, that was working on his campaign or whatever. No, I'm not going to say that because I don't, I, I need to look that up to make sure. But I think they might have done some things that were not. So sure. So. Well, he probably he probably said too much stuff about about the illegals. <laughs> Most likely. So now now he's being investigated. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. I just um, you know, now that Russell Brand had David Martin on there with all that information, it's like. Uh, you know, Russell's going to get it probably attacked even more now. So it's uh, it's funny. It's it's becoming very very funny. I mean, because they have to know that people are seeing what they're doing. I mean, do they really think we're going to believe them about Russell Russell Brand? It's like no. Russell, I'm sorry, but I think he's a good guy. You guys can try to smear him, but it's not going to work. Um, did you hear about the orcas that sunk a yacht in the Strait of Gibraltar? No. So they're not really sure what's going on, but it says for 45 minutes, the crew of the, the Grazy Mama felt like they were under attack from below. So a pod of orcas had zeroed in on the yacht's rudder as it made its way through the Strait of Gibraltar last week and rammed it repeatedly, causing major damage and leakage. So they were they were able to save, the rescuers were able to save everybody. Nobody got hurt. Um, but the vessel literally sank into the sea. Uh 
they and they just they just don't know what's going on. So it said that um, last week's incident was the latest in a string of recent attacks by orcas in the water separating southern Europe and northern Africa. Encounters that have left researchers scratching their heads. It said since 2020, there have been 500 encounters between orcas and boats. So, you know, they're just, they're not really sure. They said at least three boats have sunk. Um, and there's, there's no record of an orca killing a human in the wild. But it's said, they're, you know, they're trying to pinpoint the cause of the behavior. There's one theory among researchers, researchers is they're just playing around. Other researchers say it may be that the wells feel like the wells like the feel of the rudder, <laughs> which that doesn't make sense to me. I mean, I don't think orcas do the or do orcas bump into things because of the way they feel. I, I thought typically only bumped into things. Or, you know, when they were felt like they were being in danger or something. So it says what we think is that they're asking to have the propeller in the face. That makes no sense. It says when they encounter a sailboat without its engine on, they get kind of frustrated, and that's why they break the rudder. Huh. It says another theory is that the behavior may be some part of act of revenge due to possibly traumatic previous encounters with fishing boats, which I'm gonna I'm gonna lean towards that one because at some point you have to think that the orcas, you know, they've been attacked so much, they've been captured, and you know, if they have to to um, be able to communicate that to each other that, you know, what's been happening is not, is not good and, and to somehow protect yourself from that, protect themselves from that. So I don't know. But um, the other things just didn't make sense to me. So I don't know. I thought that was very interesting. You know, you, you just, I would have never, you just don't hear of that happening. So I just thought that was a very interesting story. Like I said, I'm going to lean towards them uh, thinking that their boats are there to hurt them, most likely. So, um, boy, Kennedy. Kennedy's, uh, he's gaining, um, People almost every day, it seems like. So, you know, they've been talking about how they're trying to figure out if he's, which party he's going to harm the most. Um, but literally, he has, I think, the, um, the young adults are um, big fans of his. So I think he's got, according to... Some of the polls they've put out lately, uh, he's got the majority of votes in the age group, I think, from like 19 to 34. 
Kennedy has the most votes. So that is very interesting. And I, I kind of like that um, because I'm hoping that the young adults are finally seeing through the, um, the government cartel that is you know, they, um, I think they're seeing them for what they truly are, and they're tired of it. So at least I, I hope that that's why. I mean, we can't tell at this point, but, um, you know, I think that generation, they're just, they're tired of it. They've seen, you know, they've grown up with so much um, oh, negative news and, They've watched so many of these wars, and I, I think they're tired of it. And, and like I said, I can't wait till the day that the leaders of these countries, when they want to go to war, that all their militaries, all the, the, the soldiers that's there to fight their wars, to do their bidding, finally say, no, you know, we're not going. I mean, I just wish there was a way that all the the soldiers of all the military of all over the world could all come together and be like, we're not listening to these leaders anymore. We, none of us, we don't want war. But, but you and I both know that there's, obviously, that's not the case for everybody. You know, there are, there are terrorists out there that they have brainwashed a lot of the people to just sacrifice their own lives for those corrupt leaders. So, so I don't know. But, I mean, just, just, just the, what's going on with Israel and Gaza oh, and all that. It's just, it's awful. Palestine, it's just sickening. It really is. So, but, I um, I also think that it's uh, it's done on I think all this is done on purpose. So I don't trust any of it. It's a distraction. That's for sure. I mean, I think that Biden constantly tries to distract us, cause of corruption in his family and just in the government right now, you know, they've got I, to I, I don't think that he, uh, I don't think he necessarily is against anything other than him trying to hide his own tuchus. And, and he's at the point where he feels like he's untouchable. So he could do whatever he yeah. wants. It's not personal. Yeah. It's just that he's trying to keep his own butt clean. Yeah. Yep. But he's, oh, my gosh, did you see at that ceremony? I mean, he just, oh, he's not all there all the time. Oh, it's just so bad. So, so bad. So, no, I'm going to have to read that story. Here's a story about, well, it's a video, so I can't, I can't click it because it'll play it. But it's about somebody that supposedly built 
a hundred wells in Africa. That's pretty cool. Well, Mr. Beast, yes. Yeah, so I was you talking know about, about that, that last week where where he he's spending a lot of, of money building wells in Africa to give over a half a million people water when they don't have access to regular water. And people yeah. are really pissed at him because he's white and he's doing it. <laughs> oh, my God. Why are they – who's who's mad at him? The black community, like, the, the white – the white or not the white, the American black people. Oh, my gosh. I'm sure he doesn't care. But the thing is, is that you see all these liberals upset because how come he's doing that and he's white? Well, you don't see Oprah, you don't see Oprah or LeBron James going over there and building wells. Yeah, no joke. Where's Jay-Z at? Where's Snoop Dogg? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, because that has been an issue forever. I mean, I've watched so many documentaries talking about that, how those poor people in Africa, that they do not have access to just clean freaking water. I mean, there's other countries it's the same way. It's like, you know, why don't we focus on stuff like this instead of the oil and the wars, you know, that bring all the wars? It's like, yeah, why don't we focus on things that really need to be done to truly help people? Yeah, no, sure like this everybody. Mr. Beast guy is doing a, hey, look at me. Uh, I'm white and I'm helping these people. He just found a need that he felt like he yeah. could fix. And he exactly. put the stuff together to make it happen. Props to him. I mean, I don't seriously. even like Mr. Beast personally. It's not, I don't have anything <laughs> against him. I just don't follow his stuff. But I'm glad to oh, see what somebody does right. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that I know who he is. I might after I watch the video, but I'm not I sure. Think we're, I think he's for our kids' generation. He's not our generation. You know what? I'm thinking my, yeah, I think that's where I've seen him. I think my um, my grandson watches him, maybe. That's, I think maybe that's where I've seen him before. But He does but like yeah, squid games and stuff like that. Okay. But why can't they make that a goal? Why can't all the governments of the world make it a goal to make sure that everybody in the world has clean water? Because you know? that would make people happy. And if they're if they're <laughs> not dependent on globalists, then that's a bad thing. Everybody needs to be dependent on globalists. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. They do want that. But um, you know, going back to the nitric oxide thing, now that we're talking about water, um, you know, fluoride is one of the things that helps kill nitric oxide because they were discussing how mm-hmm. in your mouth um, is a very strong like precursor for it because they said like, and when you breathe through your nose, they said it's important to breathe through your nose because it helps create nit- nitric oxide. But fluoride, they're telling, they're saying don't use fluoride. And they're also saying do not use mouthwash. Because because the bacteria in your mouth is very important um, to help with the production of nitric oxide. So I I don't know. I, mean, I use mouthwash, but I I I don't use anything with saccharin. It has to be 
uh, a, a cleaner mouthwash. I'm yeah. not using Listerine or whatever the rest of them are. I don't use them them yeah. brands. I, I use I use cleaner stuff. Okay. Yep, I don't know, but it's just very interesting when you get into all this stuff. It's like holy cow. So, but um, I at least I I like the last guy I've been listening to because he doesn't promote like a bunch of supplements and stuff. The one lady that's the expert on it. I think she was talking about something like methylene blue or something. And I'm like, I think it's like a pharmaceutical. So I'm like, eh, I'm not going to buy into that one. But I don't know. So. Henry, I don't want to see your butt. Henry just jumped right in front of me. And uh, that's the cat. <laughs> And uh, and he's he has to stand like right in front of me so I could see his butt. <laughs> oh goodness! So, uh, go hang out with Chewbacca. <laughs> Chewbacca just is just the... laying down, waiting for me oh. to get done. So, does your cat get along with your dog? Uh, they they know each other. They don't. They don't hate each other, but they. Chewbacca is what? Uh, Chewbacca and Harry are the same age, I think. Oh, and so funny. they've they've known each other since they were so yeah. they. They know each other. They 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 know each other's not a threat, so they don't really care. That's funny. Friend of mine. They were just licking each other a few minutes ago. <laughs> A friend of mine posted a video. She's got a bunch of dogs and a cat. And the cat, she she caught him. She did a video. She was being quiet. I think it was dark. But the cat's eyes, you know, were, like, glowing. And it, the dog was over there slapping at it. And it would, like, take its paw. It was like they were playing. You know, they weren't fighting. It was just cute, though, to watch them. It was hilarious. So there's so many cute videos of animals especially on, like, Instagram. Oh, my gosh. I've seen some of the cutest things. So there were, <laughs> I should have said it to you, it was so cute. There were these people, a uh, couple raccoons. Have you seen the one where they, I guess they were walking down somebody's sidewalk. They caught them or something. The people look out, and there's two raccoons. And the one, like, they both, the, the raccoons just freeze. And the one literally is, is like standing up and it's got its hands out. Like, you know, I, I, it's got its like hands up. It's, it's so funny. But they're the cutest animals, but they can be mean. Mm. And be very, very mean. But um, I've always wanted to have one as a pet. There was another video of a woman driving her car and she literally had a raccoon that was up on, like, her shoulders. I guess it was her pet. She'd probably had it, you know, since it was a baby. And um, it was super cute. So I I think the raccoons and the squirrels, but you'd have to definitely get them as pets as babies. So I'm trying to see this article about people putting toilet paper in their fridge. 
like, why? I don't know that one. <laughs> I'm like, what the heck? Okay, where's the article? I hate these. Sometimes you get these articles and then you try to pull them up and there's just so much advertising being thrown at you. It's like, where is the article? Oh, here we are. While most people are debating whether or not peanut butter goes in the refrigerator, some are stuffing their Frigidaires with Charmin. A TikTok hack, of course. Oh, yeah, I've never seen it. Oh, so they're saying that basically they're claiming that you can put a roll of toilet paper in the smelly fridge and that it, it will absorb the odors. It's supposed to work like interesting. So, so then what happens out. if you use the toilet paper then? <laughs> I don't think they've got that one in here. Oh, well, my I was goodness. thinking in terms of like blowing your nose and stuff, just to yeah, <laughs> wondering how that would smell. I was oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you might even absorb some toxic stuff. You know, because that's, that's the thing about, like, onions. Um, you know, it's an old old remedy, I think, that they've used back in the old days to where, you know, you take an onion, and I think you're supposed to cut it, and then you set it in something that, like beside your bed if you're sick, and it's supposed to help absorb some stuff, but they'll tell you... Um, Raw onions, when you're using a raw onion, basically you should go ahead and try to use the whole thing. You shouldn't, like, you know, cut it up and then put it in the fridge and save it. I mean, a lot of us do. Once in a while, I'll save one for a day or two. But but they're saying that onions absorb um, toxins. So once you cut them up and, like, if you stick them in the fridge, if there's anything toxic in there, basically those onions are going to absorb it. So I used to, when I would make tuna salad, I just started, um, because of that, I didn't want, I just, it made me a little uneasy leaving the onions raw. So I actually started sauteing my onions and then putting them in the tuna salad. And it was actually very delicious. (laughs) But I thought that should solve that problem. And um, it ended up tasting a little bit better. So, so anything else exciting going on out in Vegas or? Well, let me share this with you, breaking news since we've been on air. Do you remember the Q Shaman? Yes. From January 6th? Yes. Let me show this to you. He's running for Congress in Arizona. Uh, (laughs) Seriously? I couldn't get Messenger to work earlier. Hmm. I don't know what's going on. I tried to send you, a, and it just, it just, you know, I had the desk scroll. And it's still doing it right now. I don't know what's going on. So... I don't know what is going on. 
That's funny. He's so, running for yeah. Congress. So yeah, he's uh, he's a congressional candidate. Hmm. Well, you know, that is a way that we could change this thing if we could get. I'm not saying he's the right person, but I'm saying if if we could actually get good people. But but we know that that's not going to happen because the biggest reason is good people don't want to even participate because they know what's going to happen. But it would be nice if some good people got in there and stood their ground. But, I mean, that's what happened to Tulsi Gabbard. You know, she got in there and she immediately saw exactly what was going to go down and, and fought it. And then now she's finally out of it. So, I mean, I really did like her. So, I'm watching the video you you posted of the hot dog thing. <laughs> Who is that going to? Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> that's good. Oh, that's fun. I'll have to go back to that. So, uh, what else was I going to talk about? There was something else I wanted to bring up, and I'm going blank. Did I mention it? Obviously, there's a bunch of, I think, 600-plus hospitals. It's saying there's in crisis. Imagine that. Like, is anybody surprised? And and you know what's crazy is, so, didn't all these hospitals get all this extra money for following, you know, the bioweapon protocol, did they not get a bunch of extra money? So why are they why are they hurting so much? Because we also know that they've lost a lot of employees. You know? I don't know, maybe people maybe people are finally um staying away from them. Hopefully. Proof, are you still there? Yeah, of course. I was letting you finish. Okay. (laughs) All right. I was just uh, making sure. So, um, but, what else is that? But, yeah, the, um, the hospital thing is pretty interesting to me. But I just... You know, doctors are still pretty frustrating. I um, I don't know that any good ones are left. I think after, I think, you know, maybe that was their intention. Maybe that was one of the intentions of this whole agenda thing with this bioweapon thing. Maybe they were trying to get rid of the, the good docs. I just wish um, there could be a strong enough organization developed with enough of them that they could almost, you know, 
create a, um, you know, mirror the medical community, have their own, a parallel, you know, medical system. Wouldn't that be wonderful? It wasn't corrupt. Actually cared about helping people. Would be so nice. So very, very nice. So in other news, so Republicans had a vote uh, as to whether to have uh, DHS Secretary Mayorkas impeached today, and eight Republicans voted with the Democrats to not have the impeachment. Rhinos. Yeah, basically. I mean, yeah, I mean, they just found literally, what did I just read? They just found like 123, um, where did I see that article? 123 illegal migrants stuck in a trailer. Uh, I don't know if I can find it, but yeah, and I think then they went back to that regarding regarding that, saying that, you know, he's just mm-hmm. not freaking doing his job. I mean, this is ridiculous. And And these, I guess these people in other countries are not getting the message. It's like, do they not know what's happening? Do you think that the people in other countries are just so in the dark that they have no idea about the risk they're placing themselves into? Do you think they know or do you? And do I don't you think, think they care. I mean, but this was like, this was, they were families. It was awful. Oh, gone it. Where is that story? I just had it up a while ago, and now I don't know what I did with it. Um, 123 of them, and then they arrested two people because it was a ring. Um, There's so many stories on this. I've I guess maybe it wasn't. Let's see if I can real quick. 123. Yeah, they were rescued from an abandoned trailer in oh, in Central Mexico. What? Hmm. 123 migrants. So they're saying in central Mexico, so I'm confused. That's including kids. Let's see. Including dozens of kids found trapped inside trailer in Mexico. Oh, this one's got all those ads. Jeez. The mass of human cargo was found Wednesday in Matawala, a city in the central state of San Luis Potosi, after a resident heard cries for help. Good grief. 
said most of the migrants came from Guatemala, Nicaragua, Honduras, oh, and El Salvador. That's what I wanted to talk about. The, the, the illegals hate Chicago so much because they're, they're stuck at, like, the airports and, and they see all the, 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 the shootings in Chicago that they're, <laughs> they're packing up and going back to Venezuela. Really? Yes. That's hilarious. Wow. They that said that something? they feel safer in Venezuela than Chicago. Than in Chicago? Oh, my God. And that's pretty bad because I've been to Venezuela. And when I was visiting there, I remember him saying, do not wear any valuables. Go in groups. Stay away from, like, here. And it's like, holy cow. You know, you're thinking, do I really want to go into this city? So that's interesting. They think Chicago's worse than their own. Wow. I guess we need to keep sending them to Chicago. Yeah, exactly. And then we've got our, we could try St. Louis too. That probably wouldn't go over too well. But um, and then uh, something I saw an article about Biden. He's he chose buying oil from them instead of Canada. Did you see that? Yes, of course. I mean, what what's up with that? I mean, there must be some type of a connection thing going on there somehow. <sighs> Never ending. That's for sure. Go away. Yeah. All right. Here. Hmm. So I guess McDonald's and Starbucks have been supporting Israel. Okay. And it's it's saying that they're getting massive backlash. Huh. Yeah, we have never been this this Jew hating, and uh, and uh, I, I I still refuse to believe it. I just think that. A lot of it is just media hype. That oh, yeah. They're trying to get yeah. everybody to hate Jews. Yeah, it's a psyop. I mean, we, we know yeah. it is. I mean, you know, and the thing of it is, it's not just, this is a psyop. And this, this whole thing is, you know, people have to understand, and we've spoken about this before, is there's nothing wrong with, the peaceful Islam religion, the Muslims. You know, there, right. there's just like there's different religions over here. That religion is, you know, very, very um, diverse as well. Because, you know, I have I have a customer, um, real sweet, sweet person, and and she wears the hijab, but she. She cho- She just chooses to. She doesn't have to. She just, she said, I used to not wear it, but for some reason she's choosing to wear it now, and I don't know why. But, um, you know, we were talking, and she said, yeah. She said, no. She said, we don't believe in this violence at all. She said, we believe everyone should be able to live the way they want to live, and that when you, when you pass on, you know, then you deal with the source or whatever. 
but but she she agrees. We were talking about. Um, she just said that the Arabs. She said the majority of, you know, the Muslims in that country are the ones that are the brainwashed into the the ones that oh, you know, you can't accept anything else. It's just our way, or you know, kind of like the libs. Got to believe like us, or you know, you just need to be destroyed. So it's just sad. This is sad, but but you know the and I don't know. I guess it's I guess it's true, but I saw I I think it was in was it in New York where they showed the guy climbing up to take down the flags on Veterans Day when they had all the with the Palestine flag. Yeah, was that was that in New York? Mm. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's ridiculous. Uh, undoubtedly, there were only Palestinians around there because I was like, that never happened in this town. <laughs> there is no way. That guy would have been jerked down off of there and it wouldn't have been pretty. That's for sure. But, oh, you know, it's just ridiculous because it's like, well, I, I have I have major issues with people that come over to this country and just start disrespecting us. I'm not okay with that. Not at all. So... Messed up, and you know, unfortunately, that's what's happened with all these migrants coming in. Is I think we've gotten, you know, the low end of the totem pole. Of, um, I mean, I think the majority of them are uh, I think a lot of them are probably terrorists and just the ones that have been raised to wreak havoc on those that don't believe like they believe. So I I think there needs to be some things done here real soon. Or uh, they're going to find themselves having issues like the U.K. is having. Um, and something just happened in... Um, mm-hmm or something is happening, and I forget where I saw that video. It was something going on in Spain. Oh, Tucker Carlson's Uh, over there right now. So Islam is trying to take over Spain right now. Oh, my gosh. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. They have so many many migrants there, so many illegals from all that, that area that they feel that that they could they could just go in there and take Spain over right now. Oh my gosh. You know what's funny about that is I know some people that moved so they they were from England and they literally took their family years ago and moved to Spain, the northern part of Spain, because because England, the UK had become so overpopulated with Islam and so
So now they're over there in Spain, and it's happening there. Oh, jeez. I mean, that's, that's what it's about. Here. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, oh. you probably heard me on this before, but I, I think that within a few years, if we're if we're not careful by 2025, 2026, you're going to see a three-pronged war in the United States. Because if our finances collapse and we're just another nation, you're going to have three different factions that believe that this is their land. You have all the illegals that are coming here thousands by the day, military-age men that are ready to take over. You have the Islams that are coming here, and they're, they're going through the southern border. They feel that they could conquer us just like they are uh, in other nations. And then you have the Chinese, which feel that this is their land because they fronted all this money. And Xi Jinping, in my opinion, is coming over to survey the lot. Mm. So all three of those factors will be battling uh, while we're just going to sit here and take it. Well, Watch, right, right after, if Brandon gets to steal this election or they have gruesome or Big Mike, you, you'll see where they start rounding up people that that support Trump. And then once they do that, they'll they'll pretty much have all the guns out of the way, and then they can come in and do whatever they want. <laughs> yeah. Good luck trying to get the guns out of the hands of the people around here. Yeah, well, <laughs> a lot of Democrats are happy to give up their guns. Uh, yeah, I've, I know there's quite a few people around here that have literally hundreds of firearms. I mean, well, a lot of Democrats, they, they might own a weapon, and if they're told that it's illegal to have a weapon and you could turn them in, they'll do so because yeah. it's a matter of keeping themselves safe, and they have to prove that they're loving and liberal. Jeez. You think I'm wrong? Ooh, no, unfortunately. Yeah. They um, are very compliant so media now well, blaming we learned COVID that with death. COVID. Yeah. So, so climate change is causing the COVID jab-related heart attacks and strokes. Yeah, did I send that to you? I think I did. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, wowza. That's what they believe. I don't yeah. know how many, even Democrats, I don't think, believe that. You know, I was, yeah, I was just, who was the doctor that was talking about that? Oh, um, I watched that documentary called The Shot. It's a new one that was just released, talking about, you know, it's highlighting the families that lost um, their kids and some other people to to the injection. And one of the... uh, that's what I forgot to look up. That's what I wanted to look up because of the increase. So um, a, um, a female doctor, a gynecologist, 
and obstetrician that, you know, delivers babies, he was saying that they, so he, he didn't take the, the jab and he didn't want his patients taking it. And I think he had to fight it a little bit. You know, he did get reprimanded a little bit, but he fought through it. But he um, was saying that he looked at, they would always look at the stillbirth rate. And so they took years 2017, 2018, and 2019, and they looked at the stillbirth. And they said it was right around, Oh my gosh, am I going to get this percentage wrong? Was it five point something? Was that the percentage or was that the amount of them that happened? Anyway, it was, you know, it, it, the, the rate was pretty low. So then they looked at 2020 and actually the rate dropped which was that was before the shots were rolled out. So in 2020, it dropped, which is interesting because they do know that fewer parents were taking their children to the doctor during, you know, when everybody was shut down. And we know that there were less kids injured via injections and, and, you know, childhood vaccinations. So so that probably has something to do with the lower rate of stillbirth. But then they checked the stillbirth in 2021, and it literally, what was the percentage that it, I mean, it was off the chart. So in 2021, the stillbirth rate was, so flipping high it was I mean it was there is no way our government or whatever you want to call them that had good intentions would allow this shot to continue to be given to pregnant mothers and there was a nurse that finally came on talking about it and and the doctor too he said one of the things that was weird he said the babies that were being born, it was like the placentas were short, which was weird because they're supposed to be, you know, the, the placenta or the, no, the umbilical cord. They were short. They, they weren't long like normal. So for some reason, you know, whatever this thing is doing. And anyway, a nurse came on and she said I had to stop. She said I... I couldn't do it because, you know, I worked with babies and in the delivery. So she said, we were having stillbirths. She said, used to you would have a stillbirth, I want to say one, maybe it was five a year or whatever, but she was saying it was, you know, a very low number. And she said in 2021, they started having them, like, in one day sometimes they would have five. So 
I mean, there's so much evidence of the harm bioweapons are causing. So it's just, we, we know right now that they are just, you know, they have, they, they don't, they think they're invincible. They think nobody can touch them. They think that the people are just going to sit back and do nothing and just continue to comply. You know, it just, I don't know at, at what point, I don't, I don't know. Well, I'm sure at some point, you know, like I said, the central bank digital currency, that that's still going to be attempted. I don't think it's ever going to happen. Um, but, but they're still going to try to implement that. But the, the, the biggest thing that, that, you know, that I fear is the food thing because we know that when people are starving, they're going to be desperate. And well, that's uh, why that's, they're trying that's, to, that's yeah. why they're trying to bankrupt every nation and then cut off the food supplies so they can run everything. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'll I'll um I'll be happy when the when the good secret militia <laughs> the secret militia that are good <laughs> pops out and starts taking care of all this BS. Oh seriously. I hope they're out there and I hope they're getting bigger and stronger. I honestly do. So, um, you know, of course, we're not going to hear about them. We don't want to hear about them because if we hear about them, then we know that other people are going to know about them. But I, I have to hope and pray that there's some good good things like that going on that's going to protect us. So I have to believe that the, the military are on our side. I don't know. I know on um, The Simpsons that that last one I was watching, it had, I think it had Trump 2024. Um, I don't know. It's been a long time since I've watched The Simpsons. But that one just, I don't remember why I even started watching. I think somebody posted it on Activate Humanity, and I thought, hmm, I'm going to check this out. So that's that's when they started talking about the creator of it being a Mason, and that's where he was getting all of his info. So we'll just have to kind of check into it a little bit more. Uh, U.S. Treasury intercepts payment for police state documentary ad campaign. What that is? Oh. Uh oh. What they do to him? That's um. Oh, what's the guy's name? Did D'Souza? Dinesh D'Souza with the police state movie. Yes. Oh. So. An ironic twist. Does the Treasury? Do you already know about this? The United States Treasury. It's saying that they have intercepted a bank transaction by the producers of Police State. Oh. 
oh my gosh. It says a federal government agency blocked a transaction to the Salem Media Group, which produced police state. Son of a gun. The finance, Financial Crimes Enforcement Network of the U.S. Department of the Treasury, which even more ironically enough is responsible for tracking terrorism and narcotics trafficking, decided to intercept a $106,000 payment that was intended to purchase ads for the DeSouza film. What the heck? Now, how that that's not, that can't be flipping legal. Let's see. Oh, okay. So, so although the Treasury reminds, or let's see, the Treasury Department has yet to address the delayed payment. Um. As the Treasury Department remains silent on their actions, the delay has already begun to create waves and provide a real-time example of the content pointed out in the film. I haven't watched the film yet. Have you watched it? No. Yeah, I haven't either. Um, it says the money was eventually returned, but why was it seized in the first place? Interesting. Well, there you go. Do, do, do people realize how much of that kind of stuff is going to happen if um, they go to the digital bank, crypto, or, you know, central bank, digital currency? I think the average person says, well, I don't use cash that often anyway. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, ding dong. Jeez. Oh, I'm sorry. I keep yawning. This time change. I'm still not used to it yet. Oh, I understand. I, I was <laughs> planning on I was planning on playing a 20 minute video to close us out tonight. Oh, okay. All righty. Well, we still have a few minutes. Okay. okay. So, how so, you said you missed two two shows last week? Yes. So, and this is that, and there lies the problem with everything being digital. People got to start realizing that. You know, we don't want everything digital and all that. That's what, that's what um, Dave Munt was talking about, too. He's like, people have to realize um, he truly believes that the key is um, analog communication. He said it must not be lost. He said, now granted, um, you know, digital connections are good too because he said, he said, but I, I try to have analog connections with so many people. He said we get together a lot. And he does. I know he socializes a lot. They, you know, meet with people a lot of the time. And he said when he was in um, London that he was <laughs> walking up the street and he said a group of young, I think, men came over to him and they were like, hey, you're Dr. David Martin. <laughs> They're like, we just want to thank you because they said because of us 
finding you and hearing you, hearing your story, our our football team did not get the shot. So we're all okay. And I was like, oh, wow, that's a great story. So he said, you know, that's one of those situations to where the the digital side, the you know, the technology side actually was very beneficial. But he said, um, you know, it's very important to keep up the human connection. And I, I believe that's true. So I believe that is very, very true. Oh, did you did you hear about the uh, the CDC implementing that thing as far as international? Well, I don't believe it's only going to be international. This is just there. It's just a step in the direction. So the CDC has implemented new testing in I think it was seven airports in the United States. I think there's two in California. There were a couple in New York, some in Texas. I'm trying to think if there were any in Florida. But basically they're saying that they're doing this testing. They're going to be swabbing people as they come in. And they're not going to, they're not doing it to collect their information. They're just doing it to keep track of all the different viruses that's going to be coming into the country. So they're going to be swabbing people to check for multiple things. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm like, I, I, I won't travel, but they're not going to do that to me. I'm like, people need to um, realize that that is a violation of their, what would it be called, body autonomy or whatever. You know, that's, it's in violation. Nobody has the right to violate you in any way. And when they stick something up your nose, it is a violation. If you don't want it done. So just wish more people would walk in those shoes, you know? Stand up for stuff like that. Instead of say, oh, it's just easier to let him do it, you know. Not going to hurt anything. Oh. Right. So. All right, so two other stories real quick, and I, okay. I won't spend a lot of time on either of them. But okay. North Andover, Maryland decided, I mean, not Maryland, North Andover, Massachusetts, North Andover, Massachusetts decided that it's time to take down the American flag and they're going to fly the Palestinian flag until December 7th. What? This area voted 61% last election for granted. Oh my gosh. Wow. There's that where people wish they were Iran. Mm. And then Brandon and the administration is considering giving Iran another $10 billion. Oh, my word. <laughs> oh, let's just keep funding the terrorists. Sure. Give them all the money they want so that we have to hand over our country to China. Sure, go ahead. Oh, 
And what's the purpose of giving them $10 billion more? What, what have they done to earn that? Yeah, exactly. The Ayatollah Khomeini is a flippin' evil person. Mm-hmm. Oh. All right. Well, I'm going to close this out here with okay. uh, Russell Brand and the AstraZeneca lawsuit. Okay. So if you want to listen to it, it'll be here. And then uh, okay. after this, there won't be any time to come back. So sure. thank you, everybody. Thank you, Christina, for being here. Everyone else, Thanks, please sir. support the other shows on the network. It's not just the Proof Negative show here, but until tomorrow, hold on to the handrail. Keep hope alive. Remember, only you can prevent forest fires. All right, let's listen to Russell Brand. The AstraZeneca vaccine has been branded defective in a landmark UK legal case. Does that mean we're going to have many more legal cases now and that perhaps these medical products were rushed to market without sufficient investigation and clinical trialing? Hello there, you Awakening Wonders. Thanks for joining me on our mutual voyage to truth, freedom, and awakening together. In spite of the fact that it sometimes seems impossible, oppressive, dangerous, and deadly to speak freely, to think critically, to communicate openly, to challenge power, I believe we're closer now than ever. Steal yourself. Be ready to go across the breach into new revelatory territories because truth of a few years ago is just falling apart, has fallen away. The scales have been lifted. Remember, hey, if you don't take this vaccine, Hey, you better take this medication. People that don't, they should be ashamed. The people who are not getting vaccines, who are believing the lies on the Internet instead of science, it's time to start shaming them. What else? Or leave them behind. Well, the legal cases have started now. AstraZeneca, oh no, we made critical errors in introducing and in fact in many cases mandating medications. Now a lot of people just will close their ears and their eyes to this because the delirium is too sweet to release. But the truth is coming out. Let's get into it. The first thing we'll look at is a piece of propaganda from the British establishment, the BBC, revealing for the first time that there were problems, that there was clotting being caused by AstraZeneca. This is way back in 2021. Remember those days? Let's have a look at that now. And the WHO, curiously, still maintaining that there's no problem with it. Very odd. The biggest member states of the European Union have now joined the list of nations questioning the performance of the Oxford AstraZeneca vaccine. Germany, France, Spain and Italy are all taking the precautionary measure of suspending use of the vaccine because of fears about possible side effects, including blood clots. There's a precaution. We're just going to withdraw this. Look at how the language has altered and has been altering. This COVID inquiry that's happening in the UK would not be happening if independent media voices, and I mean yours actually, had not at the beginning gone, whoa, 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 what's going on here? All Jay Bhattacharya, Robert Malone, Peter McCulloch, Dave Martin, Judy Miss, all these people that were just, you crackpots, shut up, that is misinformation. Okay, well, now people are getting paid out because of this stuff. Is it misinformation or was it something that should always, always have been looked at critically, openly? Is this ever a subject that should have been subject to censure and control? Shouldn't this have been openly discussed from the beginning? Isn't that obvious, common sense that with something of this scale granting that much power to potential exploitative forces, whether they're governmental or private, is ridiculous and dangerous? Well, now we have a verdict. It is. The AstraZeneca vaccine has already been suspended in the Netherlands, Ireland, Iceland, Bulgaria, Denmark and Norway. Oh, those guys. Let's make sure we pay close attention to what they say. Now, the World Health Organization, along with the EU's very own medicines regulator, 
say that there is no justification for this temporary ban. They would say that, wouldn't they? Because they've got a weird set of agenda, those guys. It's very unusual the way that they think. It's very unusual the way that they're funded. Given that the word health is pretty prominent in their title, you would think that their conduct would be a little different. And leading British scientists insist that the vaccine is safe. OK, so that's 2021. Now let's have a look at some of the legacy media reporting on this subject from today. There isn't any. You can't find a single legacy media outlet telling you, oh, by the way, there's been a payout. I wonder why that will be. Isn't it interesting, the stories they really focus a lot of resources on and the stories they just kind of ignore? Is there any corollary? Is there any theme? Is there any trajectory? The only way we can bring you an update on this story is with the often banned, derided and YouTube strike receiving online commentator, friend of the show, John Campbell. Take it away, John. Is a landmark legal case Oxford AstraZeneca COVID jab was defective, is the contention. 8th of November 2023, quite a few outlets. Um, Oxford AstraZeneca vaccine has been branded as defective. Um, claims of efficacy were vastly vastly overstated and as we'll see they vastly overstated its efficacy and the media vastly overstated it with them and even when it was revealed there were problems they tried to mitigate that the world health organization still say it's okay isn't it curious how they operate uh, th this is in fact the case uh, you could argue it was very vastly overstated in other words, it didn't quite have in the vial what it said on, on the tin is what this is arguing, defective. This is the, uh, the way they're trying to get around the, the, the indemnity that the government gave them. But the government's going to probably end up paying for this. It's going to cost you and me a fortune. Oh, well, no problem. It's going to be the taxpayers that will end up footing the bill for this travesty. Same way that we paid for the development and release of most of the products themselves, even though the profits found their way to, oh, yeah, Moderna and Pfizer. I wonder who invests in those products. Let's get into this, guys. The AstraZeneca vaccine caused a small group of individuals to suffer catastrophic injury and bereavement. To make this statement is not to dabble in anti-vaccine conspiracy theories, which, I mean, what do you mean by anti-vaccine conspiracy theory at this point? You have to describe what you mean is an anti-vaccine conspiracy theory. You're against it because of a conspiracy. A cons this is a fact evidenced by the reports of clinicians, medical experts and coroners across the UK. Clinicians, medical experts and coroners, not crackpots, nut jobs and conspiracy theorists. For those who want to maintain a narrative that vaccines do no harm, the experience of the vaccine injured and bereaved constitutes an inconvenient truth. No, they should be shamed. I was told the legacy media told me what to do with the anti-vaxxers. Shame them. Why don't we shame these bereaved people? That we can maybe shame them into silence. And anyone who tries to propagate these ideas will just find some reason they shouldn't be able to speak either. I'm sure we can come up with something. This is a truth that to date has been easier for the government and much of the media to ignore. By beginning a legal battle against AstraZeneca, the vaccine injured and bereaved can no longer be silenced. Damn! The Oxford AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccine has been branded defective in a multi-million pound landmark legal action that will suggest claims over its efficacy were vastly overstated. Not only were they vastly overstated, those claims were amplified by the media and people that tried to challenge these vastly overstated claims were shamed and silenced and still to this day there are consequences for speaking out in this way. The pharmaceutical giant is being sued in the High Court in a test case by Jamie Scott, a father of two who suffered a significant 
significant permanent brain injury that has left him unable to work as a result of a blood clot after receiving the jab in April 2021. A second claim is being brought by the widower and two young children of 35-year-old Alpa Taylor, who died after having the jab made by AstraZeneca, the UK-based pharmaceutical giant. It's interesting this man received the jab in April 2021 when it had been revealed that the AstraZeneca vaccine caused blood clots, but the WHO was still saying it was okay. If they want to introduce a global treaty that means they'll be able to mandate vaccines across the world and censor opposition to those measures, we should definitely all sign up to that right now and definitely not sign this petition in the link below that would prevent that mad treaty. The test cases could pave the way for as many as 80 damages claims worth an estimated $80 million over a new condition known as vaccine-induced immune thrombocytopenia. It's catchy and thrombosis, VITT. That was identified by specialists in the wake of the AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccine rollout. The vaccine, which was heralded at its launch by Boris Johnson as a triumph for British science, is no longer used in the UK. The government recommends three other vaccines for its autumn booster programme. Let's not ask any questions about those then. And the idea that it's like just Boris Johnson rather than a coordinated global event to which every political party signed up is ridiculous and convenient. What this is trying to suggest is, well, if you just get rid of Boris Johnson and AstraZeneca, there, there's the problem solved. It's not as if there was a global campaign to prevent you from thinking or saying or daring to believe anything else. In the months following the rollout, the potential serious side effect of the AstraZeneca jab was identified by scientists. Following this, it was recommended it no longer be given to the under-40s in the UK because the risk of receiving the jab outweighed the harm posed by COVID. AstraZeneca last night told The Telegraph that patient safety was its highest priority. Is it though? Or is profit the highest priority? And is patient safety a sort of byproduct, an inadvertent consequence of the pursuit of this profit? Official figures from the Medicines and Healthcare Products Regulatory Agency, M. HRA show at least 81 deaths in the UK are suspected to have been linked to the adverse reaction that caused clotting in people who also had low blood platelets. Oh, comorbidities is okay now. In total, almost one in five people who suffered from the condition died as a result, according to the MHRA's own figures. That's their figures. Official figures obtained under a Freedom of Information request show that out of 148 payouts made by the government under the Vaccine Damage Payment Scheme, which provides compensation to those injured by vaccines or to bereaved nicks of kin, at least 144 went to recipients of the AstraZeneca vaccine. Fewer than five people under the scheme received vaccines other than AstraZeneca. Is it me? Or does the future feel more insecure and uncertain? Wars, pandemics, lies, trickery, my cats keep having kittens, the last one's personal. For those who are in the United States, there is a way to secure your hard-earned nest egg. American Hartford Gold make it easy to protect your savings and retirement accounts with physical gold and silver. With one phone call, they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or inside a qualifying retirement account like your IRA or 401k. American Hartford Gold is the highest rated firm in the US with an A-plus rating from the BBB and thousands of satisfied clients. Right now, they will give you up to $5,000 of free silver on your first qualifying order. This offer is only for US customers. Call 866-505-8315. That's 866-505-8315. Or simply text BRAND to 998899. Get up to $5,000 of silver and protect your future in this crazy, crazy world with some solid, precious metals literally made in stars. The claim is being brought by Mr. Scott under the Consumer Protection Act 1987 and argues that AstraZeneca's vaccine was defective in that it was not as safe as individuals were entitled to expect. The case will raise questions about what the UK authorities knew about concerns over the vaccine and how they were handled. An examination of WhatsApp messages 
sent by or to Matt Hancock, the then health secretary, obtained by the Telegraph as part of the lockdown files and which have been passed to the COVID public inquiry, suggest concerns were aired by US authorities. AstraZeneca never in the end applied for a license in the US. At the time, a number of European countries were pausing the vaccine rollout over fears it caused clotting in some people. I suppose what will take place now is an attempt to minimise and mitigate the impact of this information and make it like this is an anomalous outlier. This is not some institutional thing that went on. The COVID inquiry in our country, which would not be happening without the actions, I would say, of independent media and people that were brave enough to speak out during the propaganda campaign that was fully immersive, pressurising and shaming of people that dared to have another view. What will happen now is, oh, there was a few bad actors, this vaccine didn't work and this politician was a bit inept. This was systemic. This was coordinated. This was a global event. We're all going to have to collectively forget that there was an advertising campaign, that there was public shaming, that there were shows where vaccines danced about on the TV. Where almost everyone you know anecdotally would say, yeah, this thing happened to me and I know this person that had this happen. And morticians contributing. Why would you need to censor and control the conversation unless there was something to suppress and control? Let me know in the chat in the comments. Well, you can. The legal action will also examine the role of the government in reassuring the public after Matt Hancock authorised an indemnity for AstraZeneca in the very unexpected event of any adverse reactions that could not have been foreseen through the robust checks and procedures that have been put in place. But we better give them indemnity indemnity anyway. If their measures have been so robust, what's the requirement for the indemnity? So while AstraZeneca didn't apply for a license in the US, European nations were stopping using it, Britain was granting indemnity, even though there was plainly some fear that it caused blood clotting. This is an international travesty, and I think it's just the beginning. Lawyers point out in a legal claim that Mr. Hancock, in an accompanying departmental minute, said, the data so far on this vaccine suggests there will be no adverse reactions and so no liability. Writing for The Telegraph, Sarah Moore, partner at Housefield, the law firm bringing the claim, says, the group of individuals whom we represent have always been clear. They do not dabble in anti-vaccine conspiracy theories. However, it is plainly factually inaccurate to claim that vaccines do no harm, given the experience of our client group, the vaccine injured and bereaved. They still have to sort of distance themselves from vaccine conspiracy. But what does that constitute at this time? That term was invented to prevent people from asking questions and having a legitimate conversation about a pretty unique event. There's no conspiracy theory beyond that. There are, of course, likely in any subject, people that have views that are on a spectrum of extremity. But you can't use that to delegitimize the skepticism that accompanied a unique global event that was, let me say it again, exploited to introduce regulations and legislation that would never have been accepted otherwise, normalize the idea of censorship, normalize the idea of mass compliance, create incredible profits for Pfizer and Moderna and other companies with some pretty interesting ties to very powerful figures in the US government and UK government, as well as creating a general climate of compliance and normalize the control of a population. Now, I suppose it gets into conspiracy theory when you start to contemplate how that might be used or misused in the future, but it's no longer a conspiracy theory in the same sense that some unfounded and absurd proposition could be put forward without any evidence at all. That's not a conspiracy theory. The idea of anti-vax rhetoric now has to be paused and parked, like the AstraZeneca vaccine should have been, and if it had been, there'd be some people that are dead now that would be alive.
Sir Jeremy Wright Casey, the former Attorney General, urged the government to step in and settle the legal claims before they came to court, given that ministers had indemnified AstraZeneca. Sir Jeremy, who has raised the case of Mr Scott, who is one of his constituents with Rishi Sunak, said, It's very, very strange the government has not come up with a way to settle these cases where the cause is clear. I don't get it from a professional point of view or from the political point of view because of the damage done if these cases are not settled quickly. And the damage is, of course, that people begin to recognise that there were some appalling decisions made in the last couple of years. People rode roughshod over democracy, over human rights, over enshrined principles. And that's, again, being normalised everywhere now. We don't have due procedure. We don't have those ideas anymore. What we do is we have a centralised authoritarian message that's amplified by the legacy media. And if a few people get blood clots along the way, that's just a necessary byproduct of this agenda. So Jeremy added, there's no sense of urgency on this. There's no realisation in the government that this is an impending problem. The PM told me he would find out more about it and come back to me. None of us can be confident we won't have to go through all of this again one day and if we do the confidence in mass vaccination needs to be in place how can it be how can it possibly be after this that almost sort of sounds like a threat doesn't it like that you know we're going to definitely need mass vaccination and how can we have confidence in mass vaccination well we can't have confidence in mass vaccination because of everything we've learned this is in the mainstream now because it's going through legal and official channels and there's a covid inquiry but if you're aware of the broader narrative around vaccines and around the measures taken around vaccines the way they were introduced the undemocratic nature of them you're aware that this is just the tip of the iceberg this is just a small part of an enormous and extraordinary story that requires a reckoning that ultimately leaves us in a situation where we cannot trust the government, cannot trust the legacy media, cannot trust Big Pharma, cannot trust the bodies that are supposed to regulate them, can't trust individuals within Parliament, can't trust Parliament itself, can't trust individuals in Congress, can't trust the system of Congress. It leads you to not a bleak appraisal, but a necessary scepticism to systemic power. The COVID pandemic was in one way unique, but what it revealed was not unique. What it revealed was the convergence of interest in media, big tech, big pharma and government and how those things operate if a crisis affords it. You don't need to believe in conspiracies. You just need to now look at the last few years, see what happened. And this is merely one piece of evidence that allows you to reassess the entire last three years with a degree of clarity that the mainstream media still wouldn't afford you. They're still not reporting on this, for example. During an attempt to mandate jabs on NHS staff, some health and social care workers with a principled objection to being told what to do with their bodies by the government would be forced out of their jobs. All the while, in individuals and organisations with genuine concerns about aspects of vaccination policy were smeared and silenced in a disgraceful state-sponsored campaign to suppress vaccine safety and efficacy-related debate. Have they acknowledged that yet? Or have they simply continued with it, tried to prevaricate, tried to pretend this is just a minor issue, and tried to control dissent wherever possible using some of the most unspeakable means? The victims had the vaccination out of a sense of duty. It felt the right thing to do to help Britain out of the pandemic and to prevent more vulnerable people being made ill by stopping transmission of the virus. But the result for them and their families has been catastrophic. And it doesn't stop transmission either. The entire thing has been a fiasco, a fallacy, and an almost unprecedented global lie. Many have been left wondering why they bothered those that are still alive. Because this doesn't get into excess deaths this story doesn't get into the phenomena of excess deaths because that's still on the side of the line that this used to be still there when the WHO you saw it on the BBC when it's actually fine excess deaths still lives in that territory soon one day unless for some reason independent media was really attacked and independent voices were dissented and shut down and silenced and I don't see any evidence of that happening do you see any evidence of that happening anywhere then excess deaths will move into this portion and you'll in the end get legit cases and proper lawyers and people looking for payouts going well wait Wait a second, that's not normal that this healthy athlete dropped dead from a heart attack. That's not normal that these young people died. 60,000 excess deaths in the United States in 2021 and 2022. That's not normal.
normal. That will have to come into the fray for contemplation and consideration at some time. They'll resist it for as long as possible. They'll try and control it. But as with the AstraZeneca case, in the end, it will have to come out. A World Health Organization report in June 2022 was unclear about whether the vaccine stopped transmission of the virus. No substantive data are available related to the impact of vaccine on transmission or viral shedding states the report in relation to AstraZeneca. So in June 2022, they knew there was no substantive data. Of course, now we know a lot more about it. The World Health Organization seems to have an agenda beyond world health. They are quite well organized though, so at least one word in their name is sort of true. Lawyers claim that the vaccine was less safe than the public was led to expect. Let me know in the comments if you agree with that. Should the courts agree, the damages in compensation are likely to be huge. One lesson to be learned is that young healthy people should not have been forced through restrictions on their movements to be vaccinated against a disease that hardly affected them. Do you think so? Well, there you are. In a sense, the entire narrative is beginning to crack. Would this narrative have cracked were it not for voices like John Campbell and other voices contributing to this conversation? Remember at the height of this pandemic when Joe Rogan dared to take ivermectin that there was a global attack on him that seemed coordinated. The media appears to be able to behave like one unit, like a swarm of insects or like geese flying in formation when it comes to amplifying the message of the powerful. Similarly, they have a power to shut down dissenting voices. Now these court cases have begun. It's likely there'll be a small portion of justice, just as much as they can manage. Still excess deaths have to be dealt with. Still the consequences of lockdown, the people whose cancers were exacerbated, heart disease were exacerbated, myocarditis, pericarditis, the impact on young people and children, the economy, businesses, all so much to be considered. A reckoning that is unlikely to take place unless independent media voices are able to continue to speak openly and freely on these subjects. Here are the numbers of ways that's likely to be stopped. The WHO have got a treaty that has a censorship proposal in it. Legislation's been passed all over the world to stop independent media being able to speak on big tech platforms because the big tech platforms themselves will 